This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good evening, everybody. Uneducated economist here. Thought I'd talk a little bit about lumber because I know how much you guys love it when I talk about the lumber industry. For those of you who don't know, I do work at a lumber yard. I have my fingers on the pulse of the industry. I do retail sales for a living. I follow the futures market. I talk with mills, loggers, distribution networks. I tell you, when it came to lumber, it was real exciting over the last few months, and a lot of people were talking about it. And a lot of people pointed at lumber and said that is the reason that you're seeing the price increasing as much as it is is due to the Federal Reserve and all their quantitative easing and money printing, dollar destruction, inflation. And I said, nope, this is a supply chain breakdown. And I could see it taking place before all the COVID lockdowns and all that other stuff taking place. Back in like November of 2019, I was doing reports on mill mill curtailments and OSB curtailments. So there was like an inventory depletion leading up into those COVID lockdowns. Once the COVID lockdowns kicked in, that really started wiping out inventory as mills and distribution hubs and lumber yards were all depleting their, their inventory. Nobody wanted to be sitting on a bunch of inventory if nobody was going to be buying it because they were locked down at home. Then people got the stimulus check. They ran out and started buying up all this lumber because they wanted to improve their surroundings. They started building decks and fences and raised garden beds and remodeling the garage and building office spaces or doing whatever they were doing. They started buying a lot of lumber. They ran down to the hardware store and started loading up. And that caused the prices of lumber to go through the roof, or really, that didn't cause the prices of lumber to go through the roof. That caused the inventory levels to absolutely be decimated. Once that started taking place and the demand for lumber started picking up for housing or for new construction, that's where the problem really started kicking in and the inventory levels were so depleted that they could not get the lumber to flow through the system properly and lead times really started shooting through the roof. So when you place a truckload, you know, an order for a truckload of lumber, like prior to all the stuff taking place, you would get a truck in like, say, a week, you know, that would be kind of reasonable. Order it on Monday, might see it Friday or the earlier the next week. That would be a typical like lead time for getting a truckload of lumber. That went all the way out like two months. Like you would have to order a truckload of lumber and you wouldn't see it for eight weeks. And now trying to load up on lumber and have plenty on hand so that you can supply your customers with meant that there was a lot of panic buying taking place. And as this panic buying was taking place, it was driving the prices way up. Now the lumber yards are sitting on far too much inventory and they wish they hadn't done all that panic buying because there's a lot of cheap lumber out there that they would like to buy in order to sell to their customers. But they're stuck at high priced inventory on a lot of these lumber yards. It's an issue that I knew was going to take place. We talked about this long before it all happened, long before like even the churn of pricing in the futures. I said that once pricing on futures churns, these are the issues that we're going to come across. And it's all the ones that we're talking about right now. Everybody's saying about how the lumber yards are trying to gouge their customers and stuff. And like, I guess they just don't understand competition because it is very difficult to even try and profit from lumber, let alone trying to gouge a customer with profit, you know, trying to, you know, keep the prices elevated. I mean, I had to deal with it today. 
where a customer calls me up. He says, hey, man, I don't mean to complain. You guys have really good lumber. You guys treat me really well. But the price of your 2 by 12 pressure treated is extremely higher than any of your competition is. I went and checked the pricing, and sure enough, it had not been adjusted. I How it slipped through the system, I don't know. But that was one particular you know, size lumber that this gentleman had purchased that was priced from you know back when it was extremely elevated we adjusted the price down he was happy with it and i'm glad he actually brought it to my attention because if we were quoting out prices like that not quite paying attention close enough to what we were what we were quoting i mean we could be passing up on a lot of sales just because people are like man they're way overpriced down there it can accidentally happen and it is very quickly to lose customers to somebody else just thinking that, nope, they're sitting on high inventory where the other guys are much cheaper. It is a very competitive market and price gouging is not something that is like easily done. The only way I can see like lumberyards being able to price gouge is if they happen to be like completely remote from any other lumberyard out there. And in that case, you know, you have location as your benefit because it's either the customer has to travel the distance to pick up the lumber cheaper or suffer the consequences of buying higher priced lumber. So if you have a like secluded location for a lumber yard, there you might start seeing some price gouging. But if you have competition down the road, especially if you got a big box store down the road, you're not you're not price gouging. That's that's not happening. So what I, what I have been seeing taking place here in the lumber industry was not so much of like dollar destruction, inflation taking place. What I saw was a complete supply chain breakdown. And now getting lumber through the system is very difficult. That is not something that is easily done. And especially when you have like eight week lead times to it, trying to get trucking and availability and rails and all that other stuff to try and move this stuff around. It's like, it was a logistical nightmare. On top of that, trying to build a house with lead times that used to be two weeks has span out to six weeks. You have to order windows long before, like at the same time you're building the foundation. There was a time when you could order windows when you started framing. And so these type of issues, although a lot of builders are growing accustomed to having to deal with it, those type of issues, that's going to change and it's going to shift and it's going to start coming closer and closer to what would have been typically considered a reasonable lead time. And now that is a big issue because a lot of people don't think about like lead times being the cost of production. Like if it takes you that much longer to build the house, then that's that much more money that you have to pay to either the laborers or the loan or, you know, whatever. Time is money, right? So if it takes that much longer to build a house, then the house is going to have to cost that much more. Then on top of it, you have already a depleted inventory and you have housing sentiment like, or sorry, builder sentiment down housing starts slowing that is a typical issue that would take place in like wintertime not summertime but yet we're experiencing those things in the middle of summer reason is again the logistical nightmare that's going with it all the lead times and the added cost that goes into with goes in with it now what i have been seeing lately inside of the lumber industry is that lumber is available it is readily available. In fact, there is an overabundance of lumber out there, and a lot of lot of lumber yards and distribution hubs are starting to complain about having done having done that panic buying, and their lumber yards are now full of very, very expensive lumber. Now, get this. 
I went to uh, to the lead salesman yesterday and I said, hey man, I just got to call that truckload of OSB flooring, the three quarter inch tongue and groove OSB flooring is going to be in. And he looks at me and he says, what? And I said, yeah, the guy is at the scales. He says he's going to be here in a couple of hours. You know, he called us, you know, from a few towns away. And he says, I just ordered that thing yesterday. 24 hours. From the time that he placed the order till the time that it was sitting in our yard was 24 hours. Now tell me that lead times haven't shortened up. This type of scenario is going to start becoming more prevalent. Now, yes, there is supply chain breakdowns. There is supply chain shortages. There is distribution issues taking place, but they're getting less. The issues are not growing. They're becoming more available. And so that is the thing that I am looking at. Is it a difficult time? Yes. Is it going to continue to be a difficult time? It sure is. Is it going to get worse? I don't think so. I think the worst of the supply chain breakdown is over. How long is going to take a long time. But at some point, all the rest of the building materials and pretty much everything that's going on in the economy is going to follow the same path that lumber did and that the productions are going to start you know, becoming more available, the inventories are going to rise, the shipping is going to become more prevalent, and you're not going to have a supply chain breakdown lumber shortage any longer or any other building materials. Right? Windows are out six weeks. Pretty soon there'll be five weeks and four weeks and then back to the 10 days that we had once remembered. How long that takes to get to that point? I don't know, but it's going to happen at some point. This will not last forever. And I think, you know, seeing that truckload of three-quarter inch OSB coming in, that three-quarter inch tongue and groove flooring, that subfloor, seeing that come in as quickly as it did, excuse me, guys, Seeing that come in as quickly as it did really was a telling sign. And I think that's something that we should all pay attention to going into the future. And I will always give you guys the up lumber updates when I see things happening that are, in my opinion, significant. And I think that was a significant um, situation that took place yesterday as far as getting that truck in as quickly as it happened. And... I just wanted to give you guys the info. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.